Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Alachas, Yoridea Chelik Sheni, Hilchois Kile Behema, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Gimel. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Chana Basra Binyamin, Mordechai Ben Ezra and Sora, whose yard sites are today, and also Rebeliez of Reb and all those that need an alias neshama, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noyanachama Basgalia, Aviva Chaya Bas Estamindel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rachel, Shloimo ben Rivka Sprinzer, Edith bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Sora Yehudis bas Sora, Yehudis Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Edith bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Gitgen Endel bas Sipoira, Libalea bas Sipoira, David ben Behia Shendel bas Lea, Behia basi bas Shendel, Nassan Achman ben Shendel, Avram David ben Chana, Sora Gidl bas Chana Riva, Chana Merol bas Estagolda, Yehuda Shmuel ben Sora, Besor Sharchel Yisrael. Rav Nosson Zal is speaking about the topic of Shur Vachamoyer, the fact that when the Torah speaks about Kilayim, even though it applies to all species of animals, the Torah lists specifically Shur and Chamoir. Rav Zal says now, Based on what we've been learning till now, that Shur and Chamoir represent the Klippos of Esav and Yishmoel, we can understand why when the Torah speaks about the holiness of Shabbos, it tells us that by our observing Shabbos, it will include the resting of the Shor and Chamoir. Shor and Chamoir Daika, those two are listed specifically. Afal pi shaleinian din shvisas behema metsuvim al shvisas kola behemas v'chayas. Although when the Torah speaks about making sure that your animals rest on Shabbos, that you do not perform any acts of work with your animal on Shabbos, it applies to any animal. And yet the Torah mentions specifically Shor and Chamoir, Rak Ikra Mitzvah, Kedei Lahamshich Shavisa Venaycha Al Bechina Shor Vachamoir. The main mitzvah is to bring about a complete rest for the aspect of Shor and Chamoir, Lahachnia Mehem Achizas Shor Vachamoir de Klipa, and thereby to remove from them the attachment of what Shor and Chamoy represent in Klipa, Shehim Bechinas Esau v'Yishmoel, they represent these two most powerful forces of evil, the leaders of the 70 nations that oppose the Jewish people. Shehim Iker Zuamas Hanochosh, Hanechaz Bimei Hachoyel, Balametes Malochos. And these two, Esau and Yishmoel, Shor and Chamoy, represent the main Tuma of the original snake, which is associated with the six days of the work and could affect 
out the 39 acts of work that we perform during the six days of the week. V'alkein, and therefore, Yaakov, shezocho lahachnia klipasesa v'yishmoel. Yaakov Avinu, who was to defeat the, these negative forces of Esav and Yishmoel, ki hoyo mitosoi shleimo. He was not like Avraham Avinu and Yitzhak Avinu, who besides producing a holy child, also produced the other one. Avram Avinu produced Yishmoel. Yitzchak Avinu produced Esav. By Yaakov Avinu, his bed was complete, meaning all of his children were righteous, were good. And therefore it says about Yaakov Avinu that I, I possessed the Shor and Chamoel. Kamuva, as is brought in the Tikkunei Zohar. Ki Yaakov hu ikro ho emes hamavur Because Yaakov Avinu is the representative of the Mida of Emes that's discussed in the chapter in Likut Imran that this halacha is based on. Chapter 2 in the second half of Likut Imran. Bechinas titain emes liyakov. As the Pasik ascribes emes specifically to Yaakov Avinu. Because Yaakov Avinu was zechot to all three channels of emes that are described in that chapter of Likud Imran. Shehen Tfila, the Torah, the Shiduchim, which which Rabbi Nezal says there applied to these three areas. Because it says about Yaakov Avinu that he achieved a height in Tfila. It says that he was mispalel Tashem at the site of the Beis Hamikdash. And Rabbeinazal tells us in chapter 10 in Likud Imran that each one of the Ovoi Satoshim elevated the Tfila. Yaakov Avinu, Avram Avinu elevated it to the level of Har. Yitzchak Avinu took it further to the level of Sodeh. And Yaakov Avinu elevated it still higher to the aspect of bias. Ki Yaakov Kiroi bias. Because Yaakov Avinu referred to the place of Tefillah as bias, base scale. So Yaakov Avinu was to achieve a height in Tefillah. And he was also to acquire a high level of Torah. We see that Yaakov Avinu represents Torah. And as we find also in the Torah that Yaakov Avinu says, I lived with Lavan. And the, the Medrash says, V'tariag mitzvahs shamarti. And I still succeeded in observing all 613 mitzvahs of the Torah, even with while I was by Lavan. dikdusha. And Yaakov Avinu was to true, holy shiduchim. Ki im amitim. He was to marry his true zivugim, shehem rochel veleya, and Bila and Zilpa shall Yodon Hamid Mito Shlema Philippe Silas. And it's through these proper wives that he succeeded in, in bringing, in establishing his complete bed, which without any negative, negative births. 
Shemei, meaning the twelve Shvatim, and his daughter Dina, Shemehem Yatsu Kol Beis Yisrael, from which come forth the entire Jewish nation. And that's why the Medrash tells us that Yaakov Avinu observed Shabbos. As Rabbi Nezal discusses over there in chapter 2 in the second half of Likutimran, which this halach is based on. And Rabbi Nezal explains in, over there in Likutimran that one of the great accomplishments of a person is when the person is to take all kinds of different things and bring them together, unite them with oneness to reveal the oneness within the diversity. And the main one to accomplish that was Yaakov Avinu. He was Zoycha to establish the twelve Shvatim, where each and every one of them had a unique opinion. Each one of the Shvatim was unique as we find them being represented represented by different colors that appeared in the Choshen, the breastplate that the Kohen Gadol wore, which teaches us that each one of the Shvotim was something unique, different from the other one. And all of these different ones joined together, united in one opinion, and they all said in unity when ya- right before Yaakov Avinu passed away, Shma Yisrael, Hashem Alakenu Hashem Echad. Listen, our Father Yisrael, Hashem is one. Sheze Iker Shlemus Hisgalos After Saposhut. This is one of the greatest examples of revealing the ultimate oneness. When a group are all able to agree on one, one opinion, as Rabbi Nezal explains in this chapter on the Kudimran, and Rabbi Nezal tells us, this is why the Gemara tells us that when there's a debate among rabbis, and one rabbi says X, and a group of rabbis unite together to say why we follow the why. Because of the fact that the why is being represented by a group of people who are able to agree on one opinion. And that's something that Hashem loves. Because Avram Avinu and Yitzchak Avinu, during whose lifetimes, the holiness of the Jewish people had not yet become apparent. Therefore, each one of those, Avraham Avinu and Yitzchak Avinu, was only to establish one son in holiness. 
דהיינו אברהם העמד יצחק לבדוי ויצחק אסייעקב לבדוי. אברהם אבינו בועט יצחק אבינו only into the world, and יצחק אבינו בועט only יעקב אבינו into the world. ובן השני שהיו לאברהם, שהיו לו דיה משונה בוודאי, and אברהם אבינו second son, ישמואל, who definitely was of a different opinion completely than יצחק, כי אין דוי מידע סוד ומרחב לחבי רוי, because no two people think exactly alike, ותקף שהגיעו האמונה לשני דיוס, נערכה זוהמס הנוחש בישמואל. And the moment that we have two opinions, the Sidrach was able to attach itself to one of them, as it did to Yishmoel, Shehoyo Bechinas Po'ula Meshuna, Deya Meshuna, who was of a different opinion, a different type than Miyitzchok, than Yitzchok. At Shez Loizocho Lahafar Dateya Meshuna Likol Ba'atas HaPoshut, to the point where during, while they were living, in general, Yishmoel was not successful in changing his different opinion to join together in oneness with Yitzhak Avinu. It's only all the way towards the end of his life that it's brought that Yishmoel did tshuva. V'chein Esav, shahoyah meshunah meyakariv, and so to Esav Harosha, who was very different than his brother Yaakariv, He was not to join together with Yaakov Avinu in one opinion regarding basic faith in Hashem. Because during their times, the Emunah had, had not yet been completely refined עד שיסגלה בשלימוס בחינס אחדוס הפושוט מתוך פולוס משונוס, so that we should be able to reveal the ultimate oneness from diversity. דהיינו שכל השינוי דיוס יסכימו על עיקר יסוד האמס והאמונה, meaning that all the different diverse opinions should be able to agree regarding basic faith in Hashem and the basic truths להאמין שכל הפעולות משתנות וכל השינוי דעי שבעולם, כולם נמשוך מאחד הפושט. To be able to believe that all the diversity, all the different things in this world, and all the different opinions that people have in this world, all originate from pure oneness. אבל יעקב זוכר לזה בשלמוס. However, יעקב אבינו, was able to achieve this to completion. Because he was able to establish many sons, 12 tribes, where each and every one of them had different opinions. As we see that they were represented by different colors, each one a different unique color. In the Choshen, Bechinas Po'ula Meshuna, V'yafal Pikein, L'nyin Yesoit Ho'emuna, Kulam Hiskimu L'day Ha'eches. And despite all of their diversity and their differences, all of them were able to agree to be of one opinion regarding basic faith. V'yomru V'pe'echod, and they said in unison together, 
Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekenu, Hashem Echod. This was shortly before Yaakov Avinu passed away, when the Torah tells us he wanted to reveal to his sons all about the coming of Moshiach. And when the Shekhinah suddenly left him, he was suspicious. He thought, who knows, maybe my sons are not pure. Maybe they don't all believe in Hashem. And they all cried out together, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekenu, Hashem Echod. This is the ultimate, greatest revelation of this oneness. When a group of people who have different ways of thinking, different opinions, are all able to agree on, on one opinion regarding basic faith in Hashem. And this is why Yaakov Avinu was the one who succeeded in subduing and suppressing the Klippa of Esav and Yishmoel completely. And this is why the Torah says about Yaakov Avinu, I conquered the Shor and Chamoel. Because Yaakov Avinu succeeded in defeating and subduing completely the negative forces, the klipos, that are attached to Shor and Chamoer. And to bring the Shor and Chamoer into holiness. Because the Torah tells us Yaakov Avinu was careful. He did not commit the sin of Kilayim. Shaloi lechaber shnei of of mixing two different species together. As the Torah describes when it speaks about the gift, the gift offering that Yaakov Avinu sent to Esav, it says Vayitin biyad avodov eider eider levadli. Yaakov Avinu gave over a whole large group of animals to his servants to bring to Esau, and each grouping, each category was separate. The camels were separate, the sheep were separate, each one was separate. And as the the Medrash tells us, this showed that Yaakov Avinu observed the law of Kilayim, Hainu Kanal. And this fits beautifully with what we've been learning here in this halach. Question in the chat. In, in the chapter in Likutim Ran that we're referring to in this halacha, Rabbi Nezal says that one of the ways that a person can experience the achdus haposhut is through the study of halacha. But in contemporary halacha svarim, there's no unity. They simply list all the different opinions of contemporary halachic authorities. Does this study still bring a person to feel the unity of Hashem? The answer is that Rabbi Nezal there is referring to a person resolving those conflicts, to a person studying the different opinions in halacha and being able to know what the conclusion is. Therefore, what do we follow today? What, which opinion do we accept today as the correct authority in this halacha? That's really doing it. During that process, as a person is studying all the different opinions, they're involved in this bureau in trying to clarify, trying to discover
the the achdus haposhut within the pulis mishdanis, trying to discover the the one right the one opinion that we follow among the diverse opinions. Paragraph Dalit, v'zeh bechinas Chanaka. And what we're learning here is related to the holiday of Hanukkah. Ki yemei Hanukkah Because Hanukkah is a time of praise and recognition of and, and expressing gratitude to Hashem. Which we're told is going to be the pleasure of the future world. As Rabbi Nezal expresses there in that chapter, during the day, the holy days of Hanukkah, through the great, awesome miracles that Hashem performed for us during those days, and and including today when we celebrate the holiday of Hanukkah. Through this, we draw this concept of thanksgiving and praise of Hashem into the world. To always be involved in praising Hashem over all the miracles and wonders that he performed for our forefathers and for us, from the beginning of time, till now, the miracles that were performed to the whole Jewish nation, and to each and every individual person, including me, and to be able to really remember very, very well all the good things, the awesome good things that Hashem does for us at all times, as it says in Tehillim chapter 103, and don't forget all of the wonderful good things that Hashem does for us. Because Rab Nosenzal explains, this concept of gratitude, a person being able to think of and realize the good things that Hashem has done for us as a nation and individually from, from the beginning of time till today, this is an incredible way of, of a person being able to come close to Hashem. Because this world, life in this world, is filled with suffering and struggles. As the Pesach says, all the days of a person's life are filled with anger and pain. Uksiv and the Pasuk says in Eov, Odom Omal Yulad, man was created to struggle. Ktsaryomim Usvaroides, short, a short life and filled with anger. And the only real good in the world is the Torah. As the Gemara says in Avodah Zorah, on the Pasuk, Ki Lekach Toiv Nosati Lochem, 
ומעצם הצורף והייסורים והמניע שבזה העולם, in the midst of all of this suffering and all the challenges that a person goes through in this world, it becomes very difficult for a person to come close to Hashem and to want to really serve Hashem. And even to daven, and to express to Hashem the pain and suffering that I'm going through and pleading with Him to help me is also very difficult. As a result of all the different obstacles and suffering that causes a person's heart to be closed, not to be able to really pour out and express The, the pain and suffering that I'm going through to Hashem. To the point where the person can't really open up their mouth. And the person cannot really succeed in performing any mitzvah or doing anything major in serving Hashem completely well. As each and every single one of us knows the heaviness and the difficulties that we have every single day whenever we're trying to serve Hashem. And therefore, a very, very powerful piece of advice regarding this problem is for the person to try to remember all the real good things and eternal good things that Hashem did for our forefathers and for us, for each and every one of us. And of all of these, one of the most important things is the fact that I am privileged to be a member of the Jewish nation, to be included in the category of those who receive the Torah. And Hashem did an incredible kindness for me that I didn't get sucked in to the philosophers, to those types of philosophers that that deny, deny the existence of Hashem Chasveshon. Which Rav Zal says, this path of studying philosophy and science in a way that leads to denial of Hashem is unfortunately prevalent today. Rav Zal says during his time, because each and every single Jew, if the person will really study what they've been what they've gone through from the beginning of their life till today, will be able to see and realize major goodness and kindness that Hashem has performed for each and every one of us. 
As we actually express this three times a day when we say Shmon Esrei, we say in Moedim, we will admit to you and speak your praises regarding our life, which, which comes from you. And for the miracles which you perform for us each and every single day. And regarding the wonders and the goodness that you do for us every single evening, morning, and afternoon. And as we express, especially in the tefillah of Nishmas, if our mouths were filled with song like the water that fills the ocean, it, it wouldn't be enough to be able to express how much gratitude and how much we want to praise you, Hashem, regarding the millions and billions of good things, miracles and wonders that you've done with our forefathers and with us. question in the chat, a point was made earlier that one of the things that Hashem really enjoys is when differentiation joins as one. If that's the goal, why should there be a problem in joining opposites together, kilayim? It should be the ultimate mitzvah. The answer is that that's when it's with, with its diversity within the framework of holiness, when the diversity, the different types within the Jewish nation are able to join together, unite in faith in Hashem, that's something very good. It's not the case when a Jew and a non-Jew, chas v'shalom, join together, marry together. And therefore, it's not the case when two different species of animals are joined together. That's the difference. <laughs> Therefore, Abnosazal says, to summarize and, and really clarify what we're trying to say here, the when a person sees all the suffering they're going through, physically, in body, in soul, financially, that the person realizes how far they am, how far they are from, from the closeness to Hashem that they would like to have. And in addition, regarding earning a livelihood and, in, and, and regarding physical health, the person also is experiencing suffering. As is the case, as is prevalent by majority of people. 
And even when a person is actually experiencing a major crisis, something major that's that's bad, the person has to be very firm and strong not to allow themselves to get totally confused and to get totally knocked out during, especially during a time of, of suffering. But rather, the person has to think carefully. And Rabbi Ramosa used the term with your eyes and your heart to, to, and to realize and, 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 and remember very well the kindness of Hashem and all the good things that Hashem has done for us till now. Because every single person, no matter how they are, so long as he still is included in being a member of the Jewish nation, and the person puts on talus and tefillin every day, and the person recites the Shema twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, that person really should be willing to and should be able to give thanks to Hashem, thanks and praise to Hashem every single day, regarding the powerful kindness and goodness that Hashem shows me, that I am to be a member of the Jewish nation who accepted and received the Torah, not, not the other nations that did not. And, and how much more so each and every one of us really knows deep down inside that there are many, many good, wonderful things specifically that Hashem has done for me from when I was born till now. And a Jew has to be in the habit of, of reviewing this and realizing this and expressing this, expressing gratitude to Hashem. And if a person will do this, then they can be really confident in their heart that now also Hashem will not remove his kindness and goodness from me. And this will enable the person to, to strengthen themselves and to give themselves the encouragement that they need to cry out to Hashem and to beg Hashem that Hashem should save me from the suffering that I'm going through now. And now also, from all the suffering and pain. As Dovramel says in Tehillim chapter 108, 
who will pro, who will provide me a, a fortification? Who will protect me? Who's the one who led me till till now against my enemies? The one who's helped me till now, that's the one who will be a fortress to protect me and to, to help me now also. Question in the chat that wouldn't it be preposterous for anyone now to think that they can determine halacha by themselves? So do we have to say that this method of experiencing the unity of Hashem is no longer relevant now? The answer is no. Baruch Hashem, today there are books available that were written by recent rabbis, such as Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach, contemporary rabbis who have provided resolution to questions in halacha. Even though sometimes between them there are arguments, there are differences, but the more that we're able to bring all of this together to study the different opinions and be able to come to a realization of what we do, what, what path we follow, it's still, these are still valid, good examples of Pa'ulais Mishtanois being Michlal in Achdus HaPoshet. When there are rabbis, you know, later rabbis who present the different earlier rabbis, their different opinions, and the later rabbi says, and the final decision is that we follow this, this, this group of rabbis. Any questions, please? A question. Uh, yesterday we learned in Kaibaran that Sadiqim Degegisurim. So according to what we're learning here, does that mean that if you get Yisurim that just don't make sense, that you're a Sadiq? I, I mean, I'm just trying to understand in parallel to yesterday's year. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Rav is not, not, not proposing denial here. He's telling us that Sadiqim suffer. He's telling us that all of us go through suffering. But despite that, all of us, if we look carefully, will be able to realize and remember a lot of good things that Hashem has done for us. And by doing that, that'll give us the ability to respond correctly to the suffering we're going through now. How? By pleading with Hashem, just like you helped us in the past, help us now. And this is what's meant by what it says in Tehillim, Mehulol Ekra Hashem, I call out to Hashem with praise, Sheterem Shani Koyreel of meaning, before I cry out to Hashem about my pain and my suffering, I first praise Him and thank Him for all the good things and the kindnesses that He's done for me till now. 
because it's specifically and only by doing this, by only first remembering and remembering the kindness, the good things that Hashem has done for me and, and expressing gratitude for those things, that that's what enables me now to call out to Hashem and to ask for his help. And this is also what the Pasuk says, present Hashem with a thanks offering and I call out to Hashem in my day of suffering. Meaning that before I get out of the suffering and pain that I'm going through now, and I need to cry out to Hashem pleading for his help. Step one, the first step is to offer a thanks offering, to offer a thank you for any of the good things that I can remember and realize that Hashem has done for me in the past. And then if I do that, I'll be able to succeed in crying out to Hashem properly when I'm going through a crisis, when I'm going through a problem. As the Gemara says in Brachas, the Gemara defines proper prayer as first expressing gratitude for the past and then asking for, asking for divine assistance in the future. Because if a person doesn't first express gratitude for the past, the person will find it very difficult to cry out to Hashem, to plead with Hashem for divine assistance that they need now. As a result of the fact that their heart is so closed and stuffed up, the heart has become closed and clogged from the major suffering that the person is going through now. Bifrat ato, Rav says, especially now during our times, that we are in this long golos. The previous golos lasted 70 years. The golos we're in now is over 2,000 years. Whereby Rav Zal says, every new day, a person sees there's even more suffering than yesterday. And to earn a livelihood is extremely difficult. And the Sahara is battling each and every one of us to, to the length and the width. Vahamachloikis, Vahakategorda, Kategoria, Vahakina, Vahasino, Misrabe, Bechol Pam. And the, 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 the fights, the disagreements, and the jealousy and the hate keeps getting worse and worse all the time, among the Jewish people even. Vechol ma sherotsim lahas chelotseis mimashitzrich chelotseis. And the more a person wants to get out of the mess, they want to get out of the negativity, they want to get out of their sins, and they want to come close to Hashem and start serving Hashem properly, 
the, the, the forces of evil don't allow the person. And they, and they oppose the person even stronger than before. And as a result of all of these obstacles and challenges, the person finds that they can't even open their mouth to express what they need to say to Hashem. Therefore, a person must follow the path that Rav Nassim is describing here in a very big way. That every single time that a person wants to pour out their heart to Hashem and express their pain and suffering, or when a person wants to plead with Hashem to help me come close to something of holiness, to help me come to Eretz Yisrael, to help me learn, learn Torah properly, the person must first remind themselves of the many good things and different types of kindness that Hashem has done with for me till today. And that will give the person the confidence that they need to believe and trust in Hashem, that Hashem is listening and will listen to the prayer that I'm saying now. And through this, the person will be able to succeed in coming close to Hashem and to really express everything that I need to say to Hashem regarding my difficulties and struggles that I'm going through now. Any questions, please? And Rav Nosanzal says, this is really what Rav Nosanzal is referring to towards the end of that chapter on the Kutumran, when he speaks about drawing the joy and holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. Kimavoyer Sham Rabbeinazal explains over there, Shalidei Toida Halacha, that by thanking Hashem, by expressing true gratitude to Hashem, and through the study of Halacha, Zoichen Sheyo'iru Shloishes Kave Ho'emes, Beribua Hadibur. Rabbeinazal says this will enable the three channels of truth to shine into the four types of speech that Rabbeinazal speaks. Ex- speaks about in that chapter. And this enables the person to draw the holiness and joy of Shabbos into the six days of the week. I and Shom, take a look over there in the second chapter, in the second half of Likud Yamran. I know, ki toido a korban toido is brought when a person succeeds in getting out of a crisis, 
As Rabbi Nizal explains there, a person who's very, very sick and they become cured from their sickness. A person who's thrown into prison and they get out of prison. And Rabbi Nizal shows there that this concept of gratitude and, and thank, thanksgiving is the true pleasure that we're going to have in the future world. In the future, there'll be only thank, thanking and, and gratitude to Hashem. Because then all the suffering that people experience now in this world will be eliminated. It'll be only good. And people will be involved only in thanking Hashem. We won't have to be pleading and asking for things. To praise and, and offer thanks to Hashem. To Hashem. However, Hashem wants us to draw some of that future light, that tremendous thanksgiving of the future, to draw it into the present, into this world. This is another form of drawing the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays. Because Shabbos is described as a taste of the future world, which is all good. Whereas the, the six days of the week represent life in this world, which is filled with pain and suffering. As it says, Adam lo Amal Yulad, man was created to struggle. A person's whole life is filled with anger and pain. However, Hashem wants the world to exist. And therefore, Hashem sweetens and eliminates the suffering and the pain through His great kindness and goodness and through the Yeshua's, the salvations that Hashem provides for us each and every day. And a person has to see this clearly to be able to see and realize all the good things that Hashem has done for us, the good times that we've had, and to present a thanks offering and praise Hashem over this. And this is an example of what Rabbi Nezal is referring to there, about drawing the holiness and joy of Shabbos into the six days of the week. It's referring to drawing the holiness and joy of the future world, which is referred to as wall-to-wall Shabbos. That's when we're really going to be able to to be in in thank in, in gratitude and praise Hashem. We have to try to bring that 
into this world also, into our current situation, gam be'est sora, even when we're going through suffering. Shafil based sora has v'shalom, yistaklu al hatoy b'yishos ha'shin isparach imonu adhenu. Even when there's pain, when there's suffering, a person should be able to remember and study carefully the good things that Hashem has done for us till now. And Rav Nosanzal says, even within the problem, within the crisis that I'm going through right now, if I look carefully and honestly, I can find a harchava. I can find how it could be much worse. And and within this, within the problem, Hashem is making it less less painful than it could be. As Rabbi Nezal teaches us this incredible, incredible lesson in chapter 195 in Likuti Moran. I believe it's 195. I and Shon study that chapter carefully. But where it says, Batsor, when I found myself in a constriction, in, in prison, I was able to see the Harchava. I was able to see how things could have been much worse, much tighter. And through this awareness, the person needs to bring a thanks offering to thank Hashem and praise Hashem for the past. And this is what will give us, enable us to cry out to Hashem regarding the present and the future. And this is what Dovra Melech is saying in Tehillim. Hashem, to you, I offer a thanks offering and I call out to Hashem. I cry out to Hashem. Unfortunately, I've spoken, I spoke about this earlier today in New York, and I've mentioned it a lot recently, that one of the worst plagues that has hit the youth, especially in our generation, is this term entitlement. People taking for granted the good things that Hashem does for us, or the good things that our parents do for us, or any other person. The person feels entitled. I, I I deserve it. It's perfectly normal and natural for me to have everything, everything I want, to be given everything, everything I want and everything I need. And and people aren't haven't been taught that I don't, I'm not entitled to anything necessarily. Nobody owes me anything at all whatsoever. And therefore, anything that I'm given is a gift. It's a freebie to a large extent. And I do owe gratitude. I, I need gratitude desperately, not for the other person, for me, in order for me to be a human being and in order for me to function properly and in order for me to be able to ask for help when I need it, I have to first be able to recognize the good things that, that have been done for me till now. 
to absorb and accept this lesson properly and really train ourselves in this singing of Toida and Hoida and, and thereby be able to, to really express ourselves to Hashem and to the tzaddikin, pleading now, begging for their help, begging that they should alleviate the suffering that we're going through now, each and every one of us individually and collectively, and, and thereby bring about a complete and final geula for Kal Yisrael, for the whole world. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a wonderful week. <clears throat> we should be zerchah to all the assurance that we need in Mitzvah I hope that the Mitzvah will have the next class on Thursday morning, Mitzvah And then I hope to return to Eretz Yisrael, Mitzvah on Erev Shabbos, Friday morning, Mitzvah We will not have the Likud Yalachashir Friday morning. We'll continue the following week afterwards. All the Thank best. Thank you very much, Rabbi of Nasser, are yes. you still there? Yes. Uh, two questions. First, how do you feel gratitude if you don't feel it? And and trying to recall and all that, it's kind of a shtick. Okay, oh, I have to do this and this, so Hashem will listen to me. Okay, I'll, I'll cover that gratitude base as well. But you're just looking for, you know, a particular result. And uh, this is part of the repertoire of... Uh, actions you have to perform that's question number one and Hashem wants the heart you know so what do all these shtick a lie I mean I, I don't want to call it a shtick but if you don't feel it you don't feel it so uh, you know it's not you're not Hashem wants the heart so what what's more important or doing these things in the right sequence or just oh Hashem help you know and that's it that's question number one and and the second thing is that, you know, we're calling out to Hashem for all kinds of, oh, Hashem, for this, I did this sin. That's why I'm having this suffering. It, it's not, I, I'm not the one who I read it. So that most, what people go through are because of their own stupidity. And, uh, and if that's the case, then uh, where does Hashem come in? Like the asking him to help is something that you did. Both, both questions are valid and important. <clears throat> Let's take the second question first for a moment. There's a pasuk, Iveles Adam Tesalif Darkoi, a person's own foolishness messes up their path, Valashem Yizaf Liboy. And then the person cries out, Hashem, why are you doing this to me? Hashem says, I'm not doing it to you, you're doing it to yourself. Therefore, therefore, realizing that when we're crying out Hashem, the, it, it's it's improper to say, Hashem, why are you doing this to me? I need to realize, I need to believe that unfortunately a lot of the difficulties and suffering that I'm going through are things that I have brought on myself. Hashem is a loving parent. Hashem wants to give us only goodness and kindness. Unfortunately, when we mess up, we don't avail ourselves with the ones who put up barriers, not allowing us to be able to receive Hashem's kindness and goodness. That's very important to know that. And if a person does know that and doesn't blame Hashem, that blaming Hashem, that's a problem. That's crossing a red line. But even though I'm, I'm the one who messed up, even though I did things wrong, 
Hashem is a loving father, a loving parent. He wants to see me succeed. He wants me to be happy. So Hashem, if I come to Hashem and I say, Hashem, I know that most likely I'm at fault and I have brought this upon myself, but still I need your help because I can't live like this. I can't continue like this. And deep down inside, I really want to do the right thing. But I have challenges. I have a Yet Sahara, and it keeps keeps causing me. Despite the fact that sometimes I know what the right thing to do is, I'm still doing the wrong thing. If a person expresses themselves that way to Hashem, it's perfectly okay, and Hashem listens, and Hashem and Hashem helps. Back to the first question. There's two answers to that. Number one, there's an expression: "Fake it till you make it." And a person sometimes has to do that. Then even if I don't feel it in my heart, the way I would like to feel it, I'm hearing from one of the great Sadiqim that this is the way it works. This is the right way. I remember hearing from people involved in fundraising, in trying to receive gifts from donors, trying to get a donor to donate to something that I, I want them to donate to. One of the most important prerequisites is first to express gratitude to the donor for what they've done in the past. That's how you open up the person's heart. Human beings generally have a thousand reasons not to give and not to. But but if a person says to a person, hi, I'm, I'm so happy to see you because it gives me a chance once again to tell you that the gift that you gave us previously, you have no idea how much we were able to accomplish with it, thanks to what you what you gave us. And, and that is the person that opens the door, that opens the other person's heart to be willing to to help again, because that, that that's that's a natural reaction to it. And Hashem responds that way also. So sometimes, even if I don't feel it, and it's not 100% sincere, I'm, I'm allowed to say it. And, and Hashem does accept it. And, and we're told that, that a person who, who, who starts out, the Gemara says, bolishma, that sometimes it's hard to get to a level immediately where I'm 100% sincere and pure and honest. So I start out being 50% sincere, 20% sincere. But I, I want to get, fr- I, I ask Hashem, please help me to be genuine about this. Help me to really be able to feel gratitude. Help me to really be able to realize the good things that, that you've done for me. And, and then a person will be, will be successful. So a holy faker is not a hypocrite. Exactly. Exactly. Shukar, thank you. Sure. A wonderful day. All the best.